0: This is First Words with the Reverend Matthew Waite. This is the official podcast of First Lutheran Culver City. It's a podcast that helps us to consider what it means to do the work of God's kingdom. My children are still at the age where they are naive enough to think I am the most powerful person in the world. They still say things like, Daddy is super strong, and assume that when there is some physical feat that needs to be performed, I'm the one who can always do it. While they are wrong that I'm super strong, They aren't wrong that I hold power, but they are still learning that power is more than strength. Typically, when we might think of power, we think of things like influence, authority, dominion, political might, or even the ability to control a situation. Power is something that can be granted, that can be earned, or that can be taken for oneself. Today, we're going to reflect on power and how we as Christians should think of and use the power that we have. When we think of the power of Christ, it's easy for us to think of the flashy things he did, the great signs and wonders he performed. We may say, the power of Christ is when he turned water into wine, when he healed a blind man, when he walked on water, or when he calmed a storm. Yet the greatest act of power is not when he performs these miracles, rather it is when he lays down his life, when he gives up his dominion, In the Gospels, especially John's Gospel, Jesus' crucifixion is presented not as a sacrifice, but as a coronation. The crown of thorns is his royal crown. His being stripped is his donning a royal robe. His being lifted up on a cross is him sitting upon his throne. It is here in his death that we see the great power of God, because it is here that we see God pouring himself out for the sake of those who have no power. Everything Jesus did from turning water into wine, calming the sea, or even dying on the cross, was never out of selfish ambition. Rather, it was for the sake of others, that they might experience the kingdom of God. As Christians, we are expected to see our power in the same way that Christ saw his power. As Paul says in Philippians 2, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Every benefit and blessing we have, all the advantages we may hold, the privileges we experience, and any authority we have been given, these are all things we can and are supposed to use for the benefit of those who are without. This is what it is to have power as a Christian. To have power for the sake of others. So what are some pragmatic ways of applying this? As an employer, you have great power over employees. The power should be used to protect and benefit them. I think this is especially important as we consider COVID-19 and see some employers who have used their power to provide and care for employees. And we have also seen employers who have misused their power and forced employees to work in unsafe conditions. Another application could be for those who govern. I hope that those with power will use that power for the sake of others, and especially those who are vulnerable. Hopefully their decisions and use of power flow from a desire to provide justice and the opportunity for all people to thrive, rather than using that power for self-enrichment. In both of these examples, the employer and the politician are asked and called by the gospel to sacrifice. Perhaps earnings and salary won't be as high in order to protect employees and customers. Perhaps a bold stance on a political issue will end your political career but pave the way for needed legislation. This is the example of power we see in Christ, that we have been called to follow. Whatever power we disciples of Jesus have is shown in sacrifice. And while these are two examples of ways we can think about our power, we all have some form of power. Whether or not you're an employer or a politician or something else, you do have power and you do have a call to use that power for the sake of others. And I understand that when our authority or our power feels threatened, that it's scary. I get that the idea of sacrifice isn't something that we want to do, I don't want to do it. It becomes very tempting to turn in on ourselves and begin to use our power for our own personal gain. And so I urge you to keep that image of Christ's power shown in his death on the cross in your mind and to remember that your power, your privilege, your authority are not for you. You have been given power for the sake of those who are less fortunate and those who cannot protect themselves. That's it for today's episode of First Words. Be sure to click subscribe so that you don't miss this, the official podcast of First Lutheran Culver City.